Hey, this is D.B. Cooper here, coming at you live from my ski house in Vermont. It's June 11th, 2016, and we're about to release the next episode of the Pete's Paranormal Chronicles. I hope you enjoy it. It was recorded sometime in 1998. It's about the Loch Ness Monster. Go figure. Before we start tonight's show, I just wanted to mention PPC is part of the Dark Myths pie chart collective and it's a it's a pot line if you go over there you, you see a list of all these other pot crumbs and the pot crumb of the month is called blurry photos it's a show about uh, a bunch of crazy paranormal stuff uh, they talk about mysteries they're talking about jokes they're talking about uh, real creepy shit and get some real creepy information if you listen to that blurry photos and now, without further ado, we're going to play episode 19 of the Pete's Paranormal Chronicles. Loch Ness is deep. Loch Ness is huge. Loch Ness is a freshwater loch in Scotland. At 24 miles long, it's the largest body of water in the United Kingdom. But Loch Ness is known for more than that. It's known for the story of Nessie, the Loch Ness Monster. The first story dates back to 1572. A local man named Duncan Campbell was going for a walk when he saw something in the water. And that something was Nessie. In May 1933, the Scottish press put out a report of a sighting of a fearsome looking monster creating a tremendous upheaval. The creature was seen rolling and plunging in the water for a minute. The water jumped high in the sky. At this point, I don't know what to think about Nessie, but from all the books I've read and all the photos I've ogled, I know one thing is for sure. There is something in the water. Now let us jump ahead to the present day. It's February 21st, 1998. I was just here in my office minding my own business when I received a letter from a mysterious man who calls himself Clint. I later asked Clint to read the letter he sent and he said no. Then I asked him to read it again while he was drunk and he said yes. Dear Mr. Schwartz, I got a son of a bitch of a story for ya. I was down at Loch Ness yesterday, sitting there eating raw eggs, gazing idly on the calm water, when I saw a long backside come up first, then the long neck and a small head, and it was Nessie again, and I wasn't letting her go this time. Not without making her feel embarrassed for something she couldn't feel embarrassed for. So I shouted over and I said, Hey, Nessie, you stink, you need a bath. And she made a noise that I couldn't interpret and then she shoved down back into the blimey depths. I'm gonna kill her, Schwartz. I swear, 
The hunt for Nessie starts anew, and I want you to join me. Enclosed is a check that'll cover your expenses, and what do you say, Mr. Detective Man? I could use the help of a paranormal expert, if you know what I mean. Yours, cordially, Clint. Clint's irrational hatred of Nessie baffled me. What had she done to Clint that made him hate her so much? And let me be clear on this, I don't want to hurt Nessie, but I did accept Clint's invitation, and I did travel to Loch Ness just last week. And I'm going to play some tapes for you guys about that whole experience. Um, before I do, I just want to say that no animals were harmed during the recording of this program. Uh, except for Nessie, uh, she was harmed. I arrived at the windy town of Loch Ness around 3 in the morning. Clint waited for me there at the Loch Ness airport, holding a Pete Schwartz sign. He was dressed in a camouflage jumpsuit armed with a sword and sheath. I noticed a, a shield on his back and a satchel of arrows. He smiled toothlessly at me, and his breath smelled like cigarettes and beef, and he seemed like a cool guy. He led me outside to his truck, and we got moving. The airport is just about a mile from the lock, so we drove down there immediately. We stopped at a rocky little alcove along the shore where Nessie sightings are most frequent. I grilled Clint on his intentions and asked him to explain why. Here is a recording of that conversation. I hate Nessie because she nearly bit my pecker off. You feel me beat? You know, he was a child. My father used a hunting knife to cut me hair. At school, all the kids laughed at me haircut, and it was real traumatizing. Okay, but what does that have to do with Nessie? Nothing. But I'm getting there. One day, I took a walk out to the water to eat me eggs. And there was all Nessie in all her glory. I was sitting up on the highest rock, on the rockiest cliff. But old Nessie reached her long neck up there and she snapped with her sharp teeth, going for my crotch, you see? And she got me. She got me good, she did, and she bit off one of my testicles. But she didn't get my picker. Lots of bleeding and a hollering and a carrying on that day. <laughs> But she didn't get me pecker, and I still had a ball, so I was laughing. Ever since then, I was saying rude stuff to Nessie, trying to lower her self-esteem, destroy her from the inside, right? But it's just not working, so now I got to kill her. She didn't get me pecker then, and she ain't gonna get me pecker now. <laughs> 
you feel that beat? I told him yes, but no. No, deep down, I wasn't feeling that beat. I didn't believe his story. I, di I didn't like Clint very much, to be honest with you. And I decided then and there that I was going to do everything I could to save Nessie. We set sail that night in Clint's hunting boat, and we got drunk and stomped our feet for a while and passed out. Then, a loud thud from the bottom of the boat woke me up. Startled, I stumbled down to the lower deck and peered out the foggy window, and oh my god, it was Nessie. The majestic creature signaled for me to go to the front part of the boat. I could tell from the look in her sparkling blue eyes that she had something important to tell me. And then, at the front part of the boat, I looked down, and there she was in all her glory. Her skin was whale blue, her super long neck bent toward me, and she smiled with her rock-hard black teeth. As she spoke, I noticed wrinkles around her eyes. Her top half reminded me of a Brachiosaurus, but smoother, slimier. I asked her if she'd ever seen Jurassic Park, and she said no. She flicked her massive tail. Water splashed my face. And then, Nessie said, And I said, Thanks, Nessie. I like your style as well. My name is Pete. Nessie said. Okay, yeah. I would love to ride on your back and go have an adventure. That's a great idea. Nessie, slow down. Don't go too close to that boat. I know, I know, I'm having fun too. But we shouldn't go over there because we might wake up Clint, and he'll definitely try to kill you. Understand? What's that, girl? You're a hermaphrodite and you reproduce asexually? That is incredibly fascinating. Good for you. No, sorry Nessie, it's too late to go get ice cream. Maybe tomorrow. No, Nessie, stay away from that boat. I'm awake now. 
Oh, hello, Nessie. I was your picker. Clint! No! Don't shoot! It's, it's me, Pete! I know you're there, Pete. But I gotta take the shot. So long, traitor. No! Don't do it! She's a good girl, Clint. <laughs> She's a good girl. Smile, ye daughter of a bitch. No! And just like that, Nessie was gone. I was with her as she took her dying breaths, and I felt her soul slide away. And don't look back in anger, I heard her say. Those were her last words. But I looked back in anger anyway at Clint, who was smiling and relishing his small victory. I gave him the finger and asked him if he could give me a lift to the shore. He said, okay. All the townspeople came to get a look at the dead beast. They cut off her flippers and ripped out all her teeth and immediately took these body parts to a freezer truck and ship them off to be sold for millions of dollars. The remainder of Nessie's carcass was pushed back into, out into the water to rot and be food. I suggested they do an autopsy on the creature for the sake of science, but no one seemed interested. I told Clint to go rot in hell, and he laughed gave me a punch on the arm and called me a bastard Jew. I'm not Jewish, I told him. And then, at that very moment, Clint had a heart attack and died, right there in the parking lot. I emptied all the cash from his wallet and called an ambulance for him. And I, I stole his truck and, and headed back to the airport. But... As I was driving in my new stolen truck, I took one last look at the lock, and I didn't believe my eyes. It was Nessie, but not Nessie, I knew. Uh, this, this, this Nessie was smaller and thinner, and her neck was a little shorter. Nessie's baby. Nessie had a baby. And even though I felt sad that her baby had to grow up without her mom, I felt happy that Nessie wasn't really dead. Nessie would live forever. That's it for tonight's show. Take care. And hey, just a quick message to all the hunters out there. Before you kill a helpless creature and rip off parts of its body and sell them for money, think twice, won't you? I mean, geez louise, get a grip, you fucking pieces of shit. 
Oh, and before we go, I'd like to give a quick RIP shout out to my newly deceased friend, Clint. Thank you for the money and the new truck. Sweet dreams now.